Hi, everybody, and welcome to the B-Roll Podcast. I'm Sean. I'm Justin. And we're back. Yeah. It has been a long... By absolutely no demand. (laughs) I demanded it. Yeah. Minimal demand. (laughs) It's been a long time. Yeah. It's... uh, We left on the commentary. Yeah, but no one really heard because I posted it on archive.com and forgot to post the link. Notable Uh, podcast hosting website. Archive.com. Home of the Wayback Machine. (laughs) Yeah, we um we recorded uh, a commentary on Shadowhunters, the first episode of Shad- Netflix's Shadowhunters. Netflix. <laughs> yeah, Netflix. You know it means Netflix quality, original. Except now. Yeah, so we um we recorded that, and then we just life happened. Oh, Our God. schedules got in the way of everything. I had a friend show and a whole school starting and rugby, and it was just a thing. It was a tough time. So it's been about a month, I think, since we've recorded. Yeah. It feels like yeah. it, at least a couple of weeks at least. I think at least a month until we've since we've recorded a proper episode. Yeah. Review. Yeah. Um, since <laughs> since anything anybody heard. Yeah. Uh, so thanks for sticking with us. Yeah. If you're back, if you did, we're what? just shouting into void now. Turns out. <laughs> Uh, so, Justin, before we get started on this whole review, <laughs> what has been your month like? My month, <laughs> it's been good. Um, a lot of work, a lot of just kind of balancing school and sports and not sports anymore. I actually finally committed and left rugby for the year. Oh, sorry to hear that. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Like it was, it's just kind of impossible to balance with everything else. Right. Probably going to go back next year, though. Oh, fun. I still love the sport and everything. But yeah, it's been like busy but good. I never have felt unproductive in this month. Good. And I spent most of my last week with you. <laughs> <laughs> How has your month slash last week? Uh, it's been good. It's um, uh, Everyone's busy because most of my friends are still in school, so I don't see them anymore because I'm Cradle no longer in school. <laughs> don't call me that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old. It's okay. We're both decaying husks. Grave looms heavy over me, especially since I live across from a cemetery. I know. So I'm haunted. It's a weird kind of start to any day, I will say that. Oh, boy. Death. Walking out to my 5 a.m. job, just like, maybe that'd be easier. (laughs) Probably not. Uh, No, I've been been keeping busy just uh, doing work. I started playing kickball. Which is a lot of fun. Like an adult. I like it. It's, like fun. it's for it's fun for me. <laughs> it's fun. I'm not denying that. I I haven't really played organized sports in many years. Many so a year. I wanted to start out slow. Maybe That's fair. in next maybe next month or uh, next season I'll I'll try something a little more physical. There's always rugby. Leagues. There's always rugby. Come play with them. Yeah, they're fun. fun. Um, we had a weird day too. Yeah, we went uh, we went canoeing today. Yeah, which was fun. We had too much brunch. Yeah, we we got a disgustingly large brunch it yeah, was I think like this french sandwich which was meat and cheese, cheese and caramelized and onion he caramelized onion in a sandwich and then they dip it in egg and like fry, fry it, it again <laughs> it's delicious but i'm still feeling it we had it like five we got hours ago sides because it sounded like you would just get the sandwich but no, no. there was a side with that sandwich it's with fr- with potato skins and, and sausages. our weak stomached girlfriends hoved a bunch of french fries <laughs> on us <laughs> they did yeah they piled it on thanks a lot when you hear this <laughs> recorded uh, I saw a lot of movies uh, independent of the podcast um, i did not so please talk about this anyway. uh, i saw war dogs which yeah. was bad. I actually wrote a review on it for just uh, for fun. That's a movie that had like none of my. In- I did not want to see that at I any point. It was just 
it's so flat and flavorless. Mm-hmm. It's like if Wolf of Wall Street had no talent. Jonah Hill it. needs the people that Jonah Hill acts with. He's yeah. not bad, but he's like he was on his own. It's him and Miles Teller in that movie. Yeah. And I like Miles Teller, but I don't know if he's enough How to carry a movie. Chemistry? It was the one of the better parts of the movie, really? I, I would yeah, say, okay. but again, it was just it's flat. Mm. Um what else? I also saw Don't Breathe, which was good up until the ending twist, which is incredibly stupid and I hated it. Do you want to talk about like I can we can just spoiler just spoil- alert. I it's been out for a month, so I I I wouldn't feel too bad. If you want to maybe like skip ahead two or three minutes, um, yeah. basically at the end of the movie, we find out um, the blind man who they, 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 the thieves broke into a blind man's house to rob him, but he's really well trained, so they fight him. They, it's a whole cat and mouse game. At the end, they find out that he kidnapped a woman and impregnated her to um, get another child because his child has died. Uh, and then uh, he accidentally kills that woman because of the thieves. So he takes one of the, th- the thieves and is about to inject her with a turkey baster full of semen. Oh so Christ. she will give birth to one of his babies. But then um, she manages to escape and shoves the turkey baster full of semen into his mouth and like pours it all in there and ties him up. That's um, and that gross. is only one of three false climaxes. Uh, that's oh not the God. end of the movie. I really hated it. That it was so dumb. Un- like unpleasant. Yeah, just it was just to watch. And like it's a really long like attempted rape scene, basically like drawn out for that's no reason. That's not scary. That's just like distasteful. Ugly. Um, I also got dragged to Bridget Jones's baby, <laughs> which was a nightmare. <laughs> I'll say like Colin Firth made me laugh, yeah. but Colin mm. Firth always makes me laugh. He's just he's just funny, funny um, in a predictable way, but yeah. funny. He's he's a fine British Pet- actor. Pet- and Emma, Tom- Emma, Emma Thompson's in it, and she's Emma Thompson funny. is great. She's is always underrated. Good. Yeah, and I just uh, yesterday, no, two days ago, I saw um, for this uh, film festival we're having here. I saw the girl with all the gifts, um, sort of a zombie movie. Yeah. Um, it's not getting really wide. That you would not know if you read the back of the book, apparently. Yeah, it's adapted from a book that kind of tricks you into thinking it's, it's a like, oh, YA it's going to be novel. a weird, not even a YA thing. It tricks yeah. you into thinking it's going to be like a, maybe a possession thing or mm-hmm. like a superpowers that are evil things. No, it's uh. about kids who are zombies and it's uh, it's got a great first act, I would say. A really solid first act. And then it it's one of those movies where I think they completely mapped out the first act really well and then forgot to do everything else. Um, you can't start strong and weak. You gotta yeah. do both. Just make a good movie. Um, so that's kind of it for everything I've seen except for the movie we're, we're going to discuss to today. Which is maybe the only movie I've seen recently. <laughs> <laughs> Divisive on pretty much everybody. People love it or despise it. It's which I find weird. Um, so we saw the Blair Witch remake, yeah. or sequel, not a Se- remake. Yeah, kind of. It yeah. is a sequel, like it is technically a sequel. Although we'll probably discuss that it is the first movie on steroids. Yeah, I would say. Um, so let's do do the plot in a minute. God no. God no. <laughs> um, spoilers, because we keep accidentally spoiling movies. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we won't go too spoiler yeah, heavy still, on this. Just um, in case, being like if it starts to sound shaky. If you've seen the first one, you probably can predict where this one's yeah. going. Um, so this one picks up 17 years after the original. Mm-hmm. Um, the brother of Heather from the original movie gets a gang together to go into uh, the Blair Witch Woods. Uh, what's it Following Burkittsville. Burkittsville is the same town mm-hmm. that it is now. Yeah, they want to try and find Heather because a new video has surfaced that 
might kind of show Heather in the woods. Yeah, you see someone. Someone. So they're like, well, might as well try. Uh, so they go with uh, his friend and his friend's girlfriend, mm. uh, a female friend, and two locals from Burkittsville to help yeah. guide them. Who kind of force themselves into the trip, but yeah. nonetheless. Yeah. Cause, um, so they go in, and almost immediately things start going bad. Um, that's, yeah, that's kind of <laughs> kind of it. They and go in the woods. Spoilers. Things get bad. Um, it is found footage. Yep. So um, there's a ton of cameras. They have drone cameras, digital cameras, handheld. Stationary, just kind of like one's planted on a tree. Planted on a tree. One they put in their ears that just yeah. so, which is kind of just an excuse for them to never drop the camera because it's just on their ear. So yep. why would they drop it? And it does get, dro- I mean, there's a scene where that occurs. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's a lot of, um, I think we can probably discuss it more in like our opinions of like the little things it yep. does, but that's kind of the general outview of the movie. So, Justin, what did you think of Blair Witch? I really liked it. Yeah. I thought it was a very good, like, it's nothing, as as will become obvious, it's nothing like super groundbreaking, no. and it's very much, if not an homage, just kind of like very loving of the original movie. They're definitely fans. The directors were definitely fans. But it's a very solid mix of the two types of horror that exist which are the kind of like jump scare surprise startling one and the tension building and i think that unlike a lot of recent horror movies it does tension building very very well mm-hmm. and oh my god the lo- my favorite part of the movie is the lore yeah because they build on it a lot and create a lot of things and like mm-hmm. use every bit that they create yeah there's a lot of payoff i think yeah. uh, if you're if you're a fan of the original yeah. there's um there's enough payoff where it's it's satisfying, but it doesn't spoil the mystique. And I for someone think. who loves good, like, as a person who personally just loves really good, like, supernatural world building and, mm-hmm. like, ex- like explanations of things vague enough to still be unsettling, mm-hmm. really well done. So, yeah, yeah like, solid, like, A-minus yeah. horror movie. Yeah, I would say probably I'm, I'm leaning a bit more, like, B-plus on, mm. on it. I, um... I think it's really good. It's a great thrill ride. Um, I don't think it's anywhere as good or maybe not good, but as haunting almost as the first one. Because um, I say like the first time I saw the first Blair Witch, it was like it it stuck with me for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, this one I think is more of like an immediate sort of shock fest, uh, which is still good. Yeah, I think it's I think it's it's still Different quite thing, good. Yeah, I good. I'll say I like I like this movie quite a bit. Um, this is probably my favorite horror movie I've seen this year because I saw Don't Breathe, Lights Out, and this. So I, I would probably. And this one doesn't drop the ball hard in the last bit. Yeah, so. this one actually amps it up. Mm. There's um like there's no anti-climax like in the first Blair Witch because I know a lot of people hate the first Blair Witch because nothing happens. I I would say that's the point, mm. but a lot of people are, can be bored by that movie. This one, I don't. It's not boring. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's got great, um, great effects. Like it's a, uh, it's only five million bucks. Yeah. I looked up the budget, five million. Yeah, they already made triple back and yeah. just box office. So good but job. everyone keeps calling it a bomb, and everything I read somehow it's like th- you made three times your budget. Yeah, <laughs> it's I don't know. Maybe ad costs or something. May I? It sounds like they made back the money though. <laughs> I think we just hear fifteen million and we think that's unimpressive. Yeah, it's like oh, what a flop! It's like no, what it's a flop! It is fucking. It's it's not a Marvel movie. It doesn't yeah. have to like. Yeah, it's shatter it's records. September is not known for big budget movies. Mm. Um, but yeah, I I would say I like. I feel like we're going in a little quick on this one, but I there's not too much to say about it. I think it's just a I solid. I can say a lot of like positive yeah. things. Yeah, I think there's more yeah, more to go in a little more depth. Like, like uh, one thing that I really really love about it is. 
actual horror. Like it's mm-hmm. it's one of these things where it's like you keep watching, but like there was a point in the movie when us like uh, the people who watched it were just like staring at the screen, but just like I don't want anything else to happen. Mm-hmm. It's like it's actual this kind of like gut fear that makes you not want to watch it, but also keeps the adrenaline up and mm-hmm. keeps it amazing. Yeah, there's a. Uh yeah, there's there's just a lot more in this one than yeah. than in the first, which is which is good in a lot of ways, I think. Monster design. Yeah, there's actually you actually get a glimpse of a bit of a monster, which I don't want to spoil any mm. further. But the monster design is really well Amazing done. Amazing and yeah. creepy and yeah. used sparsely enough to still be scary. Yeah, absolutely. I think I'm still kind of thinking about it. <laughs> so we saw this a week ago, and I'm still sort of freaked out over. by it. Yeah, no, they just like uh, my my favorite thing is that. Anytime they inserted a bit of lore, for the most part, there are like I think I can think of like two exceptions to it. Every time they did a bit of just like some kind of lore related to the world, they paid it off in mm-hmm. some way. Like they would use it in a later scene or as a callback or just like foreshadowing or something, mm-hmm. some kind of justification for it. Yeah, I think it might even reward a bit of uh, a repeat watch just to sort of sort of see some of the foreshadowing yeah. they use. Which is pretty cool. I like that. They do a lot of hanging on nothing, too, which is a really good thing for home. Like, a lot of the times, I just have, like, a good 15-second camera shot that was just stillness mm. and nothing. And that's, like, really unsettling because you're cranked and waiting for something to happen. Yeah. What did you think of the actors? Uh, That's a weak part of the movie. I did not care about the characters. Yeah, you don't. I don't think you care about their fates no. as much as... I hate to keep comparing it to the original because yeah. it kind of feels unfair, but... I do feel for, like, as much as the acting in the first one is very amateur hmm. uh, and kind of raw, There's you do feel a bit more for them. Yeah. Because I do think what the first one does that this remake, the sequel doesn't, the first one spends a long time with stretches of just them walking and talking. Yeah. This one, I think, wastes very little time getting right to the Action. the horror. Yeah. Yeah, like the, the freak out stuff, uh, which is fine. Like, this is just a solid thrill ride yeah. at the same time though like, like none of the characters are like why are you doing like everyone like every character kind of acted logically to their character and it wasn't any time it's just like well that's not like the character you established yeah. and they do come in like pretty prepared like yeah. most of us would if we were going he's a situation. paramedic and he brings a full med like medical emergency pack yeah. it's like good yeah, all right drones, that makes sense. they got all walkie talkies and they cell phones kind of yeah. spoiler uh, when something goes wrong on the first night they're just like okay let's get the fuck out yeah like they, <laughs> they immediately like this is weird let's leave yeah. Um, which is smart. For yeah, a you never movie. see that in horror movies. And you're just you like, no, let's just go. Like, yeah. this is clearly not okay. Yeah, but I would say like the acting is not horrible in any stretch, but nothing special. Pass- just passable. It's passable. Yeah, it's just vessels to get terror yeah. scared. <laughs> um, yeah, good movie. Good movie. My biggest criticism is of the criticism of this movie because it seems it's to be the same thing over and over again, which yeah. is like, well, it's not as groundbreaking as the first movie. It's like it didn't change anything like the first movie. And it's just like, how could it? It can't. Yeah. Like, and they didn't set out to. <laughs> yeah, like it's been seven. We've been like it's been almost two decades of nonstop found footage movies at mm. this point. Found footage is not going to. You're never going to believe it's real at this point. Like, it only worked once in Blair Witch because that was the first time on a big scale. And this one is just a movie that loves that movie exceptionally. And I think you shouldn't mark it down for that. And, like, no, yeah, like, it's, it it likes it, but it also, I think, strikes out its own little feel for how a Blair Witch movie should be. 
it's yeah. just yeah, it's it's it a, takes lot a lot more time and with abrasive. It takes a lot more time with like the character of like the place mm. and the witch and everything like that and it takes a lot more kind of care with explaining that in a way that isn't just like and it's not scary anymore it's just like i love world building yeah like i'm a big sucker for everything like that yeah. my biggest complaint is the fucking vox review that's just like <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> the lore adds nothing it's like did you watch the fucking mo- just like <laughs> Enjoy it. They spent so much time making explanations and they paid it off in interesting. They didn't just like, yeah. and then that happens. They always play it in just like a way that is impressive or like. Yeah, like it's. Thr- there's more to it, I think, than just writing it off as a cheap cash. Yeah, it gives you the sensation of realization a lot throughout the movie, which mm-hmm. is good. Uh, <laughs> satisfying. Yeah, it's, it's. Well, I. I don't feel like we should call out all critics for being wrong. Fox person, <laughs> you're fucking wrong. <laughs> I wi- you know, you're just like to clarify. <laughs> we're saying Vox, not Fox. Yeah, yeah but also Fox. Like <laughs> Fox Network is a burning garbage fire of republicanism. <laughs> is him? Is Clinton dying? Oh, she's got pneumonia. She's. Let's dead. turn to the overweight <laughs> Cheeto that is our nominee. He takes fucking cholesterol medication. It's like he's definitely not the JFK went to war twice. <laughs> he just and got a submarine sunk. Yeah, he fought to continue being in the army instead of yeah. getting out because his feet hurt. <laughs> We're getting off topic yeah, as we usually do. do. Um, but yeah, I, um, I think Blair Witch, um, despite like a few, I think missteps as far as the acting goes and. I can't really find any other major faults with it besides mm. just kind of pedestrian. A acting. couple of things that don't like the uh, the foot injury thing is just like, oh, why did? That yeah, there's whatever. there's a, like. a a subplot about a character getting like a foot injury that kind of devolves into like a, almost like a Cronenberg b- body horror a bit, yeah. but that doesn't really pay doesn't off in any way. It doesn't really contextually make sense. Yeah, like. and it's something really different than anything we've seen in the Blair Witch. Yeah. Before, so it just seems a little out of place. A little out of place. That being said, really good visuals in other mm. parts. Like yeah, yeah. These are like the same guys who made uh, "You're Next," which is another, I think, excellent uh, mm. horror movie. Next is great thriller. Um, so yeah, I would definitely recommend uh, Blair Witch if uh, you're interested. If you like horror movies, you're going to enjoy this probably. Yeah, it's, and it's been a pretty good year for horror. Take off yeah. them nostalgia blinders and enjoy a good horror <laughs> movie. No, nostalgia <laughs> makes me feel young. Everything in the past was better. <laughs> By it nature was. of being, I in the was past. young, virile, and well. Now you potent. have taxes and better movies. You'll be <laughs> fine. <laughs> taxes and better movies. The Justin story. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Blair Witch. Yeah. And now we're gonna do something special before recommendations. Yeah. I, as as I mentioned in a previous podcast, was playing Prototype Two, which is a fun game with some of the worst writing, acting, and story i've played in the game for quite some time so i transcribed a very brief exchange between the main villain alex mercer and our hero james heller bit of context at this point in the story uh mercer has stolen heller's daughter and heller really wants her back and he's he's angry so this is the final confrontation between these characters justin if you would bring up the script i've transcribed me too yes there we go. All right. So, Justin, you will be playing James Heller. I will be Alice, Alex Mercer. And could you enlarge it? Uh, 
Oh, this is the this is a good visual uh, discussion for an audio podcast. Double click the. Never mind. I can read from this here. <laughs> this is going great I'm already. Competent. All right, <coughs> Justin, when you're ready. Where's Maya? Safe, for the moment. You're going to tell me either on your own or after I skull fuck you and drain the t- memories out of the hole. Oh. Scary. You just don't get it, do you? I gave you everything, and this is how you come back to me. Can't you understand what I'm doing? Humanity is stagnant, dying. I would give it one body, one mind. Think about it. No more conflict, no more suffering, don't you see? I am going to give it a second chance. Enough of your fucking weird, fucking rambling shit. Give me my daughter. No. No, I don't think so. It's time you gave me something. You see, young Maya shares your annoyingly resilient DNA. And when she's ready, your daughter will become the new mother of the new world. Now the only thing standing between me and Earth's true destiny is you. Go, Joe. <laughs> it's just like shitty cartoon oh, villain such talk. bad writing. Like I, We didn't even do it justice. But. Mercer sounds like like a cartoon dramatic villain. Which is weird, because in the first game, they try to make him complex and uh, yeah, morally like ambiguous. He's called a terrorist, but maybe he's not. And this yeah. thing, oh, he's just a terrorist. He's just a, yeah, he's just a he's super just villain. He's just a monster. And Heller is like the protagonist, but He's not a good person. <laughs> He's such a dick. I don't want Maya to be with him. That <laughs> seems like a bad choice. <laughs> so that was our latest edition. Also, you can't take memories from a, a hole. Like, well, no, that's what he does, right? Because in, in those games, you just absorb True. people. So he's going to drill a hole. and Probably not it. through skull fuckery, though, I'm going to say. I hope not. I mean, I guess that weird tendril things can come from anywhere, but then it becomes really kind of hentai. This is getting NC-17 levels <laughs> for a game. Oh, we'll put the explicit warning on it. It'll be fine. <laughs> Kids never played those games. <laughs> uh, I mean, not of 12-year-olds in Call of Duty and Grand Theft Auto. They're fun games. When they're developing empathy. That's a good time for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, PC police. Let's tone it down. If b- I've been called <laughs> so many slurs by so many people who should not be able to say those slurs. I don't disagree with you. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that was that was the end of our first edition of dramatic readings. Who mm. knows if we'll do it again? Well, there's a whole final deletion transcript for us to bring <laughs> up. <laughs> but now I think we're going to move on to our recommendations. <laughs> Justin. Do you want to go first, or Dear shall I? Dear sweet Christ. Um, <laughs> it's impossible for us to say who went last, because it's been it's ages. Been sweet. This, is kind of a, this is the reboot, the, the refresher of that. Um, I could probably think of something. I have something as well. Oh, if you want to go, I, you can sure. go if you want. You just took a moment to burp. It's all yeah. good. I decided I shouldn't share that with the world. And then I exposed you. Yeah, and I'm beginning to cry. I'm um, a good friend. Oh, God. Help. Um, Ugh. No. Right, baby. My recommendation is for an album that actually just got released, I think, two days ago, Whoa. which is Low Teens by Every Time I Die. Okay. Just one of my favorite, favorite, favorite hardcore bands. And they keep 
getting more aggressive, which Jeez. I always love to hear, but also more kind of creative for things. Like, mm-hmm. as much there are certain tracks that are just like rolling fist fights of songs, which is great. It's just mm-hmm. this kind of constant screaming anger and incredibly like self-effacing depressed lyrics which i'm a fan of you'll notice a path in my yeah. recommendations <laughs> where the lead singer is dealing with alcoholism he's just like i don't want that to be my identity so kind of like wow. addresses that kind of thing but um they're not afraid to make melodic songs too like i can't remember the name of the track right now it's kind of bothering me but the guest vocalist on that track is brendan yuri of panic at the disco wow lead string of that and like there's not a screaming the entire song there's heavy like instrumentation but it's just cleanly sung in this kind of like shaking like pained like sad anger if that makes sense mm-hmm. kind of like you're so angry at someone but it's only because you care about them and that's what it kind of feels like for the right. entire song and it's just like it's beautiful in a very assertive way and that's kind of that's like my overarching thing for the entire album is like it's a very good blending of just like hardcore just kind of like the hardcore thing where it's like blunt and fast and heavy and satisfying in that kind of animal way and then just moments of like self-reflection and like actually addressing issues in a thoughtful and like critical way which is really nice and he can still use his voice which doesn't happen much in hardcore so Good job. <laughs> All right. So it's Every Time I Die. What's it, what's it called? The album's Low Teens. Low Teens. Gotcha. All right. Uh, I am debating what to recommend uh, with myself. Friendship. Friendship. Canoe trips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm recommending canoes. <laughs> They're awesome. A method of transportation. <laughs> you can float on the water like Jesus. <laughs> Except sitting. You're Do better not stand. than him. He's got to walk. You get to yeah. sit. That's right. Sean Mott says you can be better than Jesus. Beatles did it first. Everything after that has just been like, well, I guess everything's better than Jesus now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm going to recommend an album as well. Um, this is a singer from Australia called Courtney Bartnett, I think. Oh, she's really good. Yeah. Um, so her album, I think it came out last year. Sometimes I sit and think, and sometimes I just sit, which is one of my favorite <laughs> She's the one that did the, uh, I don't know if it's the same album, but Avant Gardner is my favorite song by her, I believe. Okay, maybe. This, this was like her debut album. So okay, it might have been an EP then. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So, she, yeah, she's like an Australian singer-songwriter. Yeah. Really, like, funny and witty. Yeah. Um, like, she's, what's one of the lyrics is like, I think you're a joke, but you're not very funny. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she just writes, like, really funny, like, not like jokey, like hilarious jokes, but just kind of witty lyrics. With really like rocking guitars, like pounding, like heavy guitars for like Australian indie. It's yeah. really surprising. It rocks, yeah. for lack of a better word. Um, but yeah, she's just a really interesting uh, lyricist with really good instrumentation, which is a very simple uh, formula, yeah. but it's really it well done, well. and I like it and quite it's a bit. Creative. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I definitely would recommend that album. And I'm just going to throw out an extra song if you just want to th- listen to a song uh, by Future Islands, Seasons, mm. also known as Waiting on You, which has been stuck in my head for the last week. Um, it's another sort of a electronic-ish rock sort of song. Um, it's one of the catchiest tracks you might hear <laughs> 
in a while. It's really, it's been like, it's welded to my brain at this point. Nice. Um, but it's really catchy. So I would just throw that on the pile as an extra little recommendation. Um, if I yeah. may do that as well. Oh. Uh, the song that's been stuck in my head for the last like two weeks is Banana Clipper by Run the Jewels. Because <laughs> it has my favorite lines from anything. <laughs> yeah. Wait, oh what, what, like what? Uh, you want to hang, bring your throats. I've got stools and a rope. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my favorite, Killer Mike always has my favorite just like yeah. just like f- fuck you the most kind of lines yeah and his uh i sent your mom a few dollars in a sympathy letter i said you race a couple fuck boys do, <laughs> do, do next time do better <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of the entire tenor of the song so yeah. it's just kind of like staccato consistent beat and yeah. really catchy and really funny and really good oh, and big boy can still fucking rap good job big boy you did it I hope the new album comes out this year. <sighs> I, I promising. I want that party. Come on. Uh, so, yeah, we got a lot. So we got Every Time I Die, Low Teens, Courtney Bartnett, Sometimes I Sit and Think, and Sometimes I Just Sit, as well as Banana Clipper by Run the Jewels and Seasons by Future Islands. And that is, is a rap shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> we just finished each other's drugs. Damn it. Romances. Jeans. <laughs> ah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, yeah, that's uh, that's our glorious return. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, it was I'm good. glad to do it. It's good to be back. I actually, whoa. I actually. Mic drop. In a weird way. I actually made myself some time, so let's get back to actually producing a show. Oh, Woo! Right. I'm going to. I know I promise this every week, but I'm going to try to get us off SoundCloud. <laughs> this point it isn't a promise <laughs> it's a guarantee <laughs> what's the opposite of a guarantee <laughs> like a failure <laughs> B. you know i can't deny it i don't think it's right but i don't have any it's proof against it i guess a rhyme really wouldn't be the opposite uh, well i if I don't promise, I won't do it. So I promise. But and if Sean doesn't have it by the next week, I'm bringing a bat to the <laughs> recording, <laughs> and we're gonna listen to that together. No, <laughs> don't hurt me. Earn it. Well, this was fun. Yeah, it was good. It's good to be back. Well, out there in podcast land, I hope you're having a good podcast morning, city. afternoon, evening, or night. Podcastville, a suburb of Suplex City. Uh, I could watch suplexes by Brock Lesnar all day. I'm glad because that's all you're going to get from this mattress from now on. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Wrestling. I know you all watch it. Woo! Let's talk about Shinsuke (laughs) for another 10 minutes. (laughs) Shinsuke is not a disease on the skin. It's a... Well, kind of. On the shin. Well, (laughs) yeah. It's a Japanese wrestler who is... Hates bodies. He will. He's literally broken people's jaws. And will not stop to do so. Yeah. Look up, yeah. If you got time, look up Shinsuke Nakamura as an extra, or at least his entrance music, because yeah. that's just a good song. That's pretty damn cool. Well, Justin. Yeah, Sean. Maybe it's time we say goodbye for oh. good. Oh no, <laughs> we just got back. No, so I made a deal with the devil, and it's my time's running out. So uh, well, you had to get me. I want to say a good run. We had a run. A yeah, run. <laughs> You existed. You know, not all life. You know, life can't always be happy. It's uh, sweet and sour. We'll see you next week, though. We will. 
for real. Well, actually, we're, we're probably going to be recording in less than a week. Yeah. So we we'll booked another time. Got to Constantine my ass through hell to bring you back. <laughs> Whee! Good movie. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I liked it. I mean, not ironically, but it's still yeah. good. Yeah, well, for the B-Roll Podcast, I'm Sean. I'm Justin. Have a good one. Yeah.